Let's Roll. This is Counter Charge, your podcast for ranks, flanks, and kings of war. as they delve into the world of Panathor and bring you worldwide coverage of all things Kings of War. Welcome to Countercharge. I'm Matt Croger. Thanks for joining me. Uh, today you'll hear some voices from Clash of Kings Australia 2023, uh, which took place on the 21st and 22nd of January, so just uh, a week or so ago. Uh, we've got a collection of voices, uh, some new, some you might have heard before, but primarily new. Uh, so three different interviews with multiple people, and I hope you enjoy. Here we are after Game 2, finally getting to do some recording. Uh, Game 2 Clash of Kings Australia, I should say, with uh, 60-odd people here. I am joined by Assistant TO and by Buster Nick Prosser. Hello. Thank you for having me, Matthew. And the Rain Man, Dave Fanning. Hello. And uh, Direct Misfire's own Matt Selleck. That's it. The only representative here. Absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, the only good bloke left on Direct Misfire. Well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, we've played two games. Uh, of course, uh, Dave and Selick were ga- we did have their, well, I was going to call it an epic grub- grudge match, but, you know, ended up a bit of an epic flop, I think. Oh, I don't know about flop. It was, it, it was close. Yeah, it was closer than the score. Yeah. Had, yeah. Because what was it? It was uh, 17-4. 17-4. Oh, own. 17-4. Yeah, yep. so not too big a flop. I didn't know. get the chocolates. No. No, but, uh, so there was no no justice for Patch today. No, but it was one of those like I had uh, the the last roll to break, last roll to break would have changed the outcome, but I didn't. So there we go. Well, actually, I think it was beaten in tactics. Yeah. Uh, so um, what actually happened here is he won first turn, and I was like, oh, I've got scouts, and so like you can't, you got to re-roll the the first turn otherwise you've got a scout, you can adjust it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I ended up doing the uh, old scout move and then we re-rolled and I got first turn. Just take him off the board. Just Excellent. The old, the old classic, oh, I just forgot. Better, yeah. better redo that. Yeah. No, it was a good game, but it was enjoyable. Yeah, and for those that don't understand the hashtag justice for Patch, so Patch O'Meary, you've probably seen his painting handiwork before. Matt Selleck seems to attract a grudge match. Mm. And um, so there was him versus Patch last year and Matt tore him a new one. And so uh, Dave thought he'd come in and get some justice for Patch, but as we've just heard, no cigar. He did get some socks. Did get some socks. I have. Oh, that's true. Now. Yeah, yeah. That that was very ballsy being prepped with socks, and oh. so. And it was as soon as we shook hands, and said, "Okay, that's it. Good game, mate." He comes out with this envelope that just says, "Yeah, here you go, mate. This is for you. Open it up. There's a pair of socks in it that say, uh, "There's no justice today. Thanks for the points, Dave." I will try and remember you. <laughs> oh, that's gold. That's gold. That's how yeah. confident I was. Yeah. There was no secondary or Now, is there? Socks. does he have to wear the socks today or tomorrow? Oh, he's already wearing they're, them. They're on right Oh, now. they're on. Oh, so that's why you were looking down. You were reading your ankles. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and so we started today not, with, not without our dramas. We uh, had to do the first round by hand because, unfortunately, the companion, uh, we were too big. Well, for it's it not to handle, app, apparently. So. Yeah, no. <laughs> and so yeah, we were too big for to do that many. So thankfully, Elliot was able to get on after first round and fix that up for us. So too many players. Too many players. Yeah, so, such a big cock. <clears throat> yeah, mm. exactly. Happens. Yeah, it happens. Bigger so far. Exactly. For you know, yeah. Sometimes there's trouble with that, right? Mm. Yeah, and so uh, that was an issue. So I had to put everyone into their travel group so they didn't play someone they already play against, and I just picked them out by hand. Uh, so that's how we got our first round <laughs> chosen, other than two grudge matches. Uh, but yeah, then like I said, thankfully Elliot uh, got on and uh, fixed it up for us. Which uh, you know we've got, we'll, we'll have a bit of feedback. It's operating, it's operating, and there's plenty of stuff it does well, like the um, 
automatically calculating blackjack and stuff so that there's not too much confusion there. Mm. Certainly been be less confusion over how to score than there might have been in previous years. Mm. Um, but it's just a lot of confirmation required to get that score through. So I'm still having to do quite a few manually. But That's all um, right. Yeah, that's all right. And I can see it's certainly going in the right direction, I think. Yeah. So, Nick, being our buy buster and just completely randomly, you managed to pull Mr. Jeffrey Trash round one because we had someone this morning with a bit of a tummy bug. So you walk into Jeffrey Trash. Yep. That was a fun game. It's the first time I've ever played him. So yep. Excited for that. So yeah. I managed to push him towards uh, 10 6. So. Nice. And you, uh, you, you had brought. <laughs> As in physically, more. you pushed him. <coughs> yeah, yeah. It's yeah. okay. the only way you're going to win. Right? Yeah, yeah. So your yeah, measure then. of victory was I made him roll turn six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then we got to turn seven. I went, I'm going to kill some more units. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to win anyway. Yeah, Nick actually came up to me and was like, "So how do you feel about Tracy with a broken hip?" And I was, like, <laughs> I was like, "Well, it's got to happen sooner or later, right?" Mm. Yeah, we're all got to go sometime. Mm. Um, so Nick, you brought a list that was uh, look a bit scary on paper, but mm. more designed. Typically, yeah, uh, we have you playing the person coming last and just uh, taking it pretty reasonably easy on them, but trying to give them a game. Yeah, uh, it's definitely designed to look scary. Yeah, yeah. But it's all low, most of it's all low defense. So yeah. It's designed to make someone think, play hard, and they've got to feel like you should feel like they've won. Yeah, okay. And so, what's in the list, roughly? So, I got three gargoyles, one of them with the Susu's gargoyles, two Berserkers regiments with the Enslaver nets, which I've yet to use. Because uh, they're only against infantry and heavy infantry. All right. I thought you meant you kept forgetting. No. No, <laughs> <laughs> no one's brought their infantry or heavy infantry near them. Okay. And then um, two of the half-breed, Rissel half-breeds, um, Hellfane with the Wild Charge plus two aura, mm-hmm. and then an Overmaster with the Strider aura, uh, Overmaster on Infernal Half-Fly thing, mm-hmm. and Basusu. Nice. Okay. So there's no really shooting or magic. There's got lots of speed, especially for the Rissel Dwarves. How about you finding the Hellfane now that it's got that little bit of a buff? I do like the Hellfane. Um, I haven't had a chance to use Rampage on it yet, but it's just it's nice. It sits behind the, the Berserkers, and suddenly I've got two infantry regiments which can go charge mm. 13 nice. to 15 straight up. Mm. Yeah, and for the record, I crushed that list the other night. So, yeah, it games. It must be pretty pretty weak list to play then. So you've got no magic whatsoever? <laughs> uh, there's some magic items sprinkled through it. But no hex, no weakness? No hex, no weakness. That's a good point. So someone picked up on the lists from, uh, and if you haven't, well, actually, I don't think I've put it in Fanatic, so maybe I need to, but I'm sure Tom Annis will pick it up for us and Thanks, put, it in, put, put it into the repository of the Spy Master and release yep. it sooner or later. Do the data munch, yep. Yeah, do the data munch. I don't think there's a single hex in 60-odd lists. I can, I, I, and I can't say I've ever played against hex, but it does seem to be more prevalent in other countries. Have you guys played against hex? Once. Yeah, once or twice. Yeah, yeah, but it doesn't seem to be a thing in Australia, does it? Not really. I don't think there's a lot of magic heavy lists. So yeah, that's true. And 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 playing halflings, I just like oh, someone brings hex. Cool, I'm just ignoring that anyway because they're going to hex the loot. That's about yeah. it. Yeah. Well, a big thing behind that might too also be the lack of forces of nature and sylvankin that we see in this country with the non with no. Uh, we don't have any triple grade air elementals. Actually, not a single grade air elemental running around around sixty lists. Mm. I don't think. Which uh, I know some of our northern co- cousins uh, couldn't couldn't fathom and uh, baffled. Yeah, I'll have to baffling. fix that. I'll bring filth next year then instead. Well, it might be because there's no no mantic product in the country sometimes, depending on the shops. So I, ha- I have a greater air at home, but I don't think I've actually used it on the table. I barely play silver gear. Well, that's because you'd find surge too hard to play with, mate. Honestly, it's complicated, Dave. Or not bringing a surge caster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well. yeah, I've been trying to teach you the rules for ages. It's just not working. Actually, Although, you, you did actually have to come in and clarify something for me today as well. So I'm still not even any better at withdrawing and disengaging. He's I did, didn't I? People. Yes, yeah, yeah. He's disheveled at the moment after yeah. that that loss. Yeah, I think you really rattled him. Mm. I'm honestly. surprised I'm not crying right now. Yeah. Having said that, I am having to wear a shirt today that says Dave's Bunny uh, because after our last match. That was the deal. One of us would have to, but uh, ably aided by Matt Selleck, who designed it. Yeah, so well, bit of bit of a gang up there. Yeah, he was going to have a shirt against me, and I was like, "Man, I'm not designing my own shirt." So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> needed to get the win for that too. So that's so we um so after two games, so Dave, you're I'm one and one. You're one and one. Nick, you're uh, two and zero. So zero and two. Zero and two. two. Yeah, you chump. Yep. yep. And Selleck, <laughs> two and zero. I'm up. Two and zero. Yeah. Wow. 
Hello, Respect. flying close to the sun, isn't he? Yep. Mm. Oh, He's taken down two half lengths. I didn't, so didn't far. think he'd won that many games cumulatively in the last five years, honestly. I haven't. Well, actually, because, yeah, you haven't been here for the last two or three. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, art being two and nil up, mm-hmm. what's the hero in your elf list at the moment? So, people that want to know Ooh, what's the, in it. The like, MVP. Yeah. Probably been the Glad Stalkers. Let's let's be honest. Yep, you're they're, playing elves. Two well, regiments. Halflings. They've just got really good matchups. A lot of defense four, so they're hitting reliably and they're converting those wounds. So. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I know I was up at about five thirty this morning. Dave was already messaged me saying, "Oh, I'm just going to lose this. I can't believe I've grudged Selick. You know, I've got no chance against his elf shooting." Yeah. What was I thinking? And I thought I'd done him a favor, honestly, by having invade first up. I said, "Mate, it's invade first up. Just hide and fly over the top of him." It's that easy. I did do that for the most part as well. I just just couldn't get enough off. And yeah, my plan was yeah, kill those like blade you. stalkers, but they just stuck in the woods. It was just there was no shots. Oh yeah, just needed. sitting in the woods, death three with cover. And I've got I'm on fives with shooting. It was just it's not going to happen. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so you got two regiments. Yeah, two regiments of the blade stalkers uh, and some sea guards. So well, that that output's quite good. When mm. it ties in with a lightning bolt mage, um, so it's like sixty-one shots or something. Yeah, I think they can still put out some pretty serious um, ranged hurt. Mm. Yeah, I saw a, I saw a, a comment on because we're preparing to do Elf Army review again. Mm-hmm. Yep, after um, the the Keith one of Tears and Bourbon uh, that that went down. Uh, so we're redoing it, and uh, I think it was. Uh, General Gaddafi commented about why don't we actually see normal archers, given that they are range four now. Do you, when you're building an elf list, do you look at them anymore? I do, and then I take them out. So um, why is that? Because like 120 for a regiment, right? Reasonably yeah, efficient. Not too bad. Like, and I think their price point's fine. Apart from you start to stack it up against uh, scenario play, and it's that second like Yes, they can put out some damage, but they're not really competing for many scenarios other than uh, control. Yeah. Okay. So because you're moving and. Mm. Sh- like they don't have move and shoot. Yeah. Does Seaguard become an option instead then? Yeah, so Seaguard become a good option because they compete and they've got Phalanx. Uh, in this sort of meta that we're seeing down here, there's a lot of Flyers, there's a lot of Cav. So they become a, a better option even in the regiment. I don't really rate them in the regiment, but Crossman said they're good, so they must be. Must be. Um, Everything's good to Crossman. Yep. And then yeah. you've got Bladestalkers for, like, what is it, 40 points more, and they – once again, participate in all phases and all rounds as well. So, yeah, so more more a victim rather than maybe not being cost efficient, but more a victim of other things doing more. Yeah, for not much more. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, fair enough. Is there anything, uh, Dave, you wouldn't look at in a halfling list, knowing that you know you're not an expert? Well, I w- well, I'm very outspoken about how I don't like trolls. That said, they're probably the one of the best units in the list. Yeah, they're primo. Um, mm. and I've got I've, I've got nearly one of everything in there. Yeah. Um, I I probably wouldn't look at the wild lancers yet or the wild runners. Is anything better than chaff? My MVP for sure, I think so far, is the juggers with the um, drunken, drunken ram. ram. Yep. Mm. Um, it nimble, speeder, and you can wild charge it and you can get it in the flank. And if you get that thing in the flank with Thunderous 2, you, you, you're taking a unit off. So And they've done that three times so far, so... Yeah, okay. Yeah, and of course the Def 5 making it a little bit more and, resilient and again, than I've, the other. You, you get it into a position, take the hit, reform, and then you can take something as Def 5. Mm. Yeah, they're not doing anything the next round after that, but if you've positioned your other units up, you're ready to collect the flank then instead. Yeah. Yeah. And that's where the harvest has come in. Yeah. Well, and I think in that game you got called out, caught out by Rawdon Gamsey, the sorcerer, didn't you, as well, with a wild char th- charge three yeah. that you didn't see coming? Yeah, on the pride. The pride got to... Uh, Needed a wild charge two out of the three dice, and he hit it. Got a flank into my sea guard, and it was I rolled a six with the d six as well, and then rolled down severely from there. Oh, so I didn't mm. go through. Nah, I turn around. Oh, well, it hits on fours, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. The yeah, fours yeah. weren't helping me, mm. but yeah. still, it crippled that unit. Meant that I had to commit him into like a do or die situation next. Yep. And did they do or did they die? They did and then they died. And, okay, they did and died. And the pride, again, it was one of those awkward situations that man, it was getting a rear from the sea guard, but a hindered rear, 75, into defense six, and they held. Yeah, did eight wounds. Yeah, right. Wow. Okay. Nick, you've had a few games with the Hellfane. We don't see a lot of Hellfanes on the table. Oh, I mean, we don't see a lot of Abyssal Dwarfs around in general, really, but you don't really see many Hellfanes in lists. 
Why not, you reckon? And they're quite expensive. <clears throat> they're quite expensive for what they are. And there's only got Nia Tax, Rampage, and Speed 6. Mm. They have a little bit of shooting. Um, I like the auras. So I think you've really got to want to use the auras on it. Mm. Um, so, I mean, the three auras, I mean, um, so you've got the Wild Charge Plus 2 for infantry. You've then got the uh, Abomination, I think it is, with Life Leech 1. And then you've got the uh, Rallying for Slave Orcs. So, yeah, okay. But yeah, it's, you really have to build a list around them is probably the herd, you isn't do, it? Yeah. Because the Wild Charge plus, plus two? Plus two. Plus two, you know, on dwarfs is still only effectively movement five. So you really, if you're going to make best of a use of it, you're combining it with berserkers, which yeah. means you have to take them, you know. And then they're low defence, but they're hitting well. They've got Crush One and Vicious. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. if they ever find someone who's going to charge them with infantry, then snare. Yeah. Um, but otherwise, I tried it once with the life leech. I don't mind it with the bot for the abomination keyword. You're just going to try and keep it up with uh, the units that have that keyword, and it's generally the cavalry. So by the time you actually want to use it, the cavalry's gone away from it, and it's just not fast okay. enough. Okay, yeah. So half breeds are abominations, are yeah. they? What else? Um, I'd have to check. Yeah. The- okay, but yeah, it's it's never keeping up with abominations, is it? No. I mean, with half breed cav. But no. the rally one would be quite quite good for slave orcs. Yeah. Because I quite like them as um, using their hordes, especially as large area denial units because they're so cheap. Yeah, absolutely. What did you play game two, selling? Halflings again. Oh, two halflings. Yeah, you've, thanks for You've that. murdered two lots of halflings. Yeah. What is it about you and picking on little people? I don't know. Yeah, right. I'm not going to say anything. So who was, pi- who was piloting? <laughs> who was piloting the second uh, Daniel Bird. Okay, so, yep. yeah. It's yep, a so beautiful army. Huge. We'll see some pictures of that. Probably the second so, best halfling army. It looks more beautiful taken off, does it? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. So... Uh, that was that was always good. I just sort of crippled one of his flanks, so I was able to get the tokens effectively and uh, some sneaky little shenanigans at the end where I dropped a token and then he couldn't overrun to get it um, at the turn seven. So managed I one token up. Mm-hmm. Happy days. Yeah, nice. And was his list very different to Dave's? A little bit. I think he's got some poachers. Yeah, the he's, formation. He's got the formation. the formation. I like the formation. Um, what else did he have? He had two aeronauts. He's got some lances in there. Doesn't he? Yeah. Mm. Yep. So, but the lancers actually, I didn't mind for the reasons that you mentioned. So I could shoot it off because it's yep. defense four. I could like really cripple it. I think I ended up charging it uh, with my sylvan, uh, silver breeze, not silver breeze, archers, whatever they are, um, yep. and off the hill. So they're like thunderous one and yeah, glad hitting on yeah glad stalkers hitting yeah, on threes. Yeah, yeah. That's the, the thing, isn't it? They're still good in combat. And yeah. once you get them up on a hill with your scout. Yeah, like they're really hard to take off. And mm. and with the lancers being defense four, their nerves not high. They're mm. they're a chaff, but they're not the cheapest in the list. So then the yep. runners become mm. the chaff instead. I tell you what, though, I know I know Danny wasn't able to get his hands on them, um, but I've had uh, so anyone that remembers all the references to child labor, that's Nick's kids <laughs> that build <laughs> build my models for me, and, and they do get paid. Thank you, listeners. Um, you know. Minimum wage, probably not. Tennis Australia, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. They don't even pay the ball. That's kids. topical. Yeah, there you go. The poachers are a nice kit. Have you seen them in the flesh? I have. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think they're. I think they're really nice. Have you seen them? It's Dave? probably one of the few kits I haven't bought yet. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and they only come in sets of ten too. So if you want the formation, theoretically, you need you need three boxes. Four, oh well, yeah. For yeah. A bit. It's yeah. one of those ones where like that's that's got to be lined up for um, STLs for sure then because it's just the same halfling base with some arms as a crossbow. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So arms, bows, yeah. So he's running rifles as – Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so who do you play or what uh, did you play? Jim. He had a herd oh, list. Oh, Jim, yeah, yeah. With, with his herd list. Yeah. Yep. And I probably probably didn't deploy right. So it was planned that we had the two tokens on one side yep. and he stacked hard on that side. Mm. Um, I had my juggers, braves – Harvesters, a couple other things facing it. Um, managed to be able to chaff him up on that side and I just swept around. And I, I don't think he was expecting the speed. I, I went through what Halflings did and talked through everything. But, yeah, I don't think he expected the speed and for the um, master captain to be able to just get yeah. 20 over the top into the yeah. flank of something. So well, and to be, to be fair to Jim, he plays about once a year. I think he gets one practice game or practice day before Clash, and then he comes down with Ken Ferris and the lads yeah. uh, to enjoy. And uh, but in that said, it was a, it was an enjoyable game. We had fun. It was good. And, but yeah, it was it was quick. I think uh, Jim's best work doesn't occur on the table. It usually occurs on the Saturday night when we get him on the beers, yeah. which you're probably not hanging around for because you got other mates Mate, in camera. I'll be coming back. Oh yeah. Yep. Oh nice. I've said oh, it'll be nice to have the big show around for once. Yeah. So, it's happening. 
Cro- yeah. yeah. I, was, I always thought it was more Mate, French. it's not your birthday. Shut up. I thought it was Crozier. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Crozier. Well, you speak so many French words, yeah. I assume. Crozier, like Hosier. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just spelled different. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and yeah. <laughs> Grenadier. So, just with the halflings, are, are the harvesters the most underrated unit? Yes. However, you've worked out how to, to beat them. Yeah, you just easily. hit them in the flank. But. Yeah. Well, well, I think the way to beat them is have Dave Fanning pilot them. That's, that's a good option. But I, and I wasn't I, – I had it lined up, so there was never a charge in the flank. Mm-hmm. And I was relatively protected. But it was just those two or three rounds of plink shooting in the flank and it's defence four, not yeah, six. Yeah, where it hasn't got the big shield. Yeah, yep. they're only – what are they? 13, 15? 13, 15. Yeah. Yep. Put two, three wounds on that. You're taking it down to – what's that? Uh, Nine, 12 or something like that. It was out. Yeah. I think that's the thing about halflings. Like when I've played against you, is you don't feel like. I think the best way is not to shoot at them until they're on double ones. You you kind of spread your fire out a little bit because you're a chance at wavering so much, right? Yes. And it, like the pride, yes, it has its headstrong aura, but you just really affect. Like halflings, I think have to be quite synergistic in how you do it. Like you can't, you can't leave a man behind. Yeah. And, I, and I, I reckon. I don't know what that reference was, yeah. but yes. I yeah. reckon that there is. <laughs> same. I reckon there's room for double double sorcerer because the amount of times I've pushed up while charged, I've taken the flank or the surprise, or I've got the position that I need to, but I've really got to get either a rally or a brutal in there as well. Mm. And you, you can get brutal in there from EJs yeah. if you send them yeah. in, but. I reckon you could go double sorcerer on foot, to be honest, which is still quite cheap. And you can have an inspiring talisman and a sacred horn. Yeah. Um, uh, you can still, even mounted, they're not ridiculously expensive. But you've got to really get it up in that line because all your cav, they're all jumping. They're going to be going 16 mm. to yeah. 16 I actually to think even if you were doing double sorcerer, there's even though they're – well, what you could do is one of those with the rally, right? And you can go a cav heavy, I reckon. Well, I reckon like cav heavy is – Yeah, yeah. I think, it's, I think it's a thing. Yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think it's a thing that you could go cav heavy. Wouldn't be the best list, but like same as against you, so like occasionally you just get caught out by oh, yeah, okay, that does get affected because that does have it's so hard to plan for, right? Yeah. So like, there's multiple times in our game that it was always like, yeah, I'll move up, I'll get ten out, or oh, wait, I'll charge. Okay, if you're gonna get it, well, I'm gonna make you get two. Yeah, and there was one time that Danny got it against me, just like nailed the two, got the charge. Had a choices of two different charges and it took out one of my Gladstalker units. Yeah, okay. Um, and it's it's that sort of catcher sort of thing that you've got to plan for as an opponent. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the benefit. Yeah. But yeah, he had once again two sorcerers, that one with inspiring talisman and the other one just floating around. No engineer? Uh, no NG. Um, but that was really, really good. But just he had a lot of flexibility in his list. It'd be interesting to get Max's thoughts on the engineer because, again, and again, the way I build my list, I don't need an engineer in it, but it's one mm. of those, you've got wild charge plus one, potentially, radiance of life, potentially, and I, I, I don't know, I think radiance of life is a waste on an engineer in this list. Yeah. Uh, what, in halflings? Yeah, just for how weak everything is. Yeah, except it depends on, on your list because I'm pretty sure rifles have tinker, right? Because it's right, Radiance of Life yeah. tinker, right? Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And you've got the pride. So def 6 with Radiance of Life can be, you know, pretty annoying. Mm. Um, I'm assuming the Harvester is as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But so again, you, that is that low nerve that you, uh, if you I rally it up. It oh, it's got tinker. It is? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Yeah, if you rally it up, you're going to get your, your at least your, your two, right? Your yeah. Mass-wise for your nerve check, you're in front. Yeah, Maxie's doing pretty well, I think. I think top yeah. five, yeah, so far, or certainly top ten with his list. So we've done the draw for round three. Nick, you get to have a nice. Well, I do. I'd call it a rest, but oh, we'll find something for you to do to keep you busy. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Dave, do you know what you got up? Uh, no, no, I do. I've got Empire yeah. of Dust. Right. Okay, that'll be interesting. Actually, speed versus not so much speed. Yeah, the surge is going to get me. Do you know who it is? No, Ed. Oh yeah, Ed Hammercheck. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, Ed's our um. Body shot specialist. Watch me you know, for loves loves a hen's night. Watch me for Does later it? in the future when I say I've got surged, missed it, and yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not going to surprise me at all. No, no, it won't no. surprise me. <laughs> what do you mean it's got surge? <laughs> wow, you can do what? Yeah, now? I didn't realize everything was shambling. <laughs> I'm just hoping that drain life because I'm pretty sure I'm looking at the list saying um, soul snare and the model F. Um, There's a soul snare in all the Empire Dust lists. Okay. Yeah. yeah I, so it's I, definitely I'm, in there. I'm hoping that that uh, spell ward helps me out with that. Yeah. Okay. Cool. 
So, like, do you know what you got? Yeah, I've got uh, Ken Ferris and Varangur. Yeah, Varangur, one of the many Varangur, one of the five. Mm. Yeah. That surprised me, actually. Yeah. I think he's got a reasonably mixed list from memory. A couple of Cav, a couple of, couple of everything. Yeah. Um, yeah, Varangur, I guess, with your shooting can be a tough mass- matchup because they are primarily def five. Yeah. I'm not sure he's got trolls, which is a little bit better, but he – Pretty confident he had the stealthy mounted sons, unlike Tracy. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah, we'll it's out. interesting. We were talking about uh, someone was telling us because we were talking about you know why doesn't Tracy have the mounted sons? Yeah, why doesn't Nick, he Nick have the yes yeah, yeah, yeah. stealthy? And the thought is is because they they're backfield until something else gets charged and then they just swoop in. You're so they've either got cover them. or yeah or whatever anyway. Yeah, so that's uh, that's the way he rolls. Is that is that what he did against you, Nick? Exactly what he did. <laughs> the trolls are up the front. Baited you in. Yep. Um, Sent you a nice little invitation and then well, made you pay his, for dinner. Um, Snow troll primes. They all came yeah. forward. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then everything else was staying back out of the way. Yeah. And after a couple of those were removed. Yeah. And then because I'm almost out speeding him, mm. he then mm. had to bring it all up. Yeah. Well, snow troll. Excuse me. Uh, Snow Trail Primes are pretty efficient, aren't they? They are. Yeah, 120 points, I think. And he's uh, got a couple of them, yeah. Yeah, and if you yeah, don't yeah. kill them on the first go, yeah. because they're also nimble, they can just get out of the way and suddenly the, <clears throat> the cavalry's coming. I think all the Farangolists might have at least two. He's got two or three? Yeah, Snow Trolls. Two yeah. or three? Yeah, yeah and like Owen, Owen Jones has two Primes it's plus the special so, character it's the Prime. It's hidden filth, yeah. Square-based yeah. nimble character. Mm. Yeah, Because okay. I mean, you can get them, if you waver them, they can get out of the way. Yeah. All right. Cool. Well, we've been having the painting awards too. Anything that particularly sticks out to you guys? There's some. There's a lot of good halfling looks, looking armies out yeah. there. Yeah. 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 They come up pretty nicely. The um the halflings, don't they? Yeah. Although I was driving Nick home last night, and his son happened to be walking home from work. His son who does my labour, and picked him up in the car. I said to him, <laughs> I said, "How are you finding those aeronauts, mate?" <laughs> and he's like. Never again. Yeah, there's Is one in my he, list for a yeah, reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, I don't think I'll even be able to pay him to put more of those together, <laughs> unfortunately. Uh, so, yeah. So, well, good luck game three, guys. Thank Nick, you. good luck with me on the sidelines. Thank you. Yep. Sure and maybe fun, having man. to play again tomorrow. We don't know. You never know what happens on the Saturday night. There's a good chance Kakwire ends up in the, the deep, dark parts of uh, Canberra and we might, have to, yeah, we might have to send out a search party. So, uh, good luck game three and the rest of the tournament. Thanks for joining me. Cheers. Right. Thank you. Thanks, Matt. And here we are after game three on day one of Clash of King Australia. And I am joined by uh, Australian gaming royalty, Jeff Galea. <laughs> G'day. How's it going, mate? Yeah, good, mate. Good to have you back in the scene. Now, a couple of things I want to talk to Jeff about. I'm going to pretend I haven't already asked him most of this stuff yeah. off air. But first, let's talk a, a little about your games today and, and how you found it, mate. Because you don't haven't or haven't been playing a lot of kings and no. I think you've come in and out a couple of times. Yeah. Yeah, so it's been geez, a couple of years and uh I've just been playing yeah War Machine for a while and I've needed wanted to come to a more as my mate put it, a gentleman's game. Yeah. <laughs> and uh and it's just great come down with my old mates Ken and Ken and Tracy and yeah, it's been great. A lot of old faces. So I really had a really good day. Every game was great. Every opponent was excellent. So Yeah, good, good. And yeah. so you're finding it a bit a little bit more relaxed than War Machine, oh, is yeah. that a fair assumption? Yep, never, not even one issue of having to argue anything or, or double-check it. Everything was safe and good. And yeah, it's really good, really easy to play. Yeah, good yeah. game. Having said that, mate, uh, listeners can't see, but you're wearing a War Machine shirt. I am. It's to- from – this is a Hungarian one. They oh, made right. me, Team Hungry. Because years ago, we first ten, you know, about 10 years ago, we had a challenge against them because we went to Budapest. Yep. And ever since, got a really close bond with them, good friendship. Oh, yeah, nice. And the last time I went, they presented me with a shirt with two off on the back, and it's a Team Hungry shirt. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's oh, really yeah. excited. So, yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So, uh, tell us, what'd you bring? I brought elves, of course. What else? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, yep. yeah, the old elves, which I've been had for 15 years. Yep. And your old Wargamer AU handle was Tirith, I think. Is it that was right? Tirith, yeah. yeah. Still is. Yep. And uh, the elves, I've combined them now with a couple of old War Machine models as well for the Dracons. I used some models there and a couple of AOS models and 
couple of Manic models as well. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah, it's working. It's getting old now, but it still works. Yeah, okay. So. Yep. And have you played three different armies today against no, three well, different armies? Uh, two dwarfs. The first, oh, well, three dwarfs in the first one, mm-hmm. uh, Greg. Yep. Uh, second game was Tuck. Is it Steve Tuck? Steve Tuck, yeah. Yeah, with his ogres. Mm-hmm. And then the last game was dwarfs again. Dale? Detroit? Yep, Dale yep. Hastings that with tribe, the 3D yeah. printed dwarves. Yeah, yeah, yep. the red bead blue, yeah, yeah, yeah the, 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 they look the great. The monopose 3D printed, yeah, they, yeah. They, they look good all ranked up. Yeah, yeah, really mm. great, yeah, excellent, mm. and all good games, so. Yeah, good. So, well, where are you sitting? Are you 3-0, 2-1? So three wins. Oh, um, wow. Yeah. You know, don't play for two years and no. come in and just dominate. <laughs> That's what happens when you get beat by Tracy every yeah. week, right? You learn. <laughs> These guys are giving me flanks. You ain't giving me flanks, Tracy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, they, yeah, flanks that aren't bait. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> go for anything. He gives you a charge, you don't even take it when it's yeah. tracing. Yeah. But yeah, when the elves are working, they're coming together well. I've got a mix. My army's a bit funny. There's only one duplicate. Everything's unique. So one of each type. Well, that is unusual in King's Circles, actually. I, yeah, I so. do like that. I hate copying. And the only unit I've got two of the two small troops, the forest troops. Mm. And then my MVPs, to be honest, a little 10, 10 middle in the... Uh, but everything else, one unit of each, and it mixes and it works well. Yeah. So obviously that's a kind of philosophy, for want of a better way of yours, is you like having one of everything. Does it does spam the other way frustrate you, or it doesn't bother you? That's See, just your thing. Spam in every game I play doesn't frustrate, but it's it can open up. I think paper, scissors, rock situations. Mm. You know, can you do it with this? If you can't, you, you lose. If you can, you've mm. got it covered. I never want to be in that situation myself. Yeah. So if my army doesn't matter what it is. It's not an all-shooting army. It's not an all. It's mixed. So whatever there is, I'll have a game if I mm. do it properly, and that's why I like it. And um, I can never spam. I just can't bring myself to do it. <laughs> and I, well, and I think um, elves, particularly in inverted commas, normal elves, you know, yeah. are pretty good for that, right? Yeah, you the know? jack of all trades. Yeah, yeah. And, and you've got the mixed bit, units the and the glade stalkers that do a bit of both. Yeah, the chariots, which are really good. What are they? The legion, the chariots. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they actually go okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so, have you got an item on then? To, no, 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 no. So you don't use the um, Strider item. No, I've got or that on the cav from the, the nimble got heavy it. cav. What are they yep. called? Silver breeze. Yeah, storm did you, wind. Storm, storm wind. wind. Did yeah. you upgrade them to the quicksilver? Yeah, yeah. yeah upgrade. Okay. They've been great. Yeah. Um, eighteen inch fret range, nimble. You know, people don't see it coming. So mm. yeah, they're good. And the only other item I've got a fire royal on the seaguard. So that's it. Two items. Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. So you're uh, very much in that mould of of that group of the. The, the boys before. I just oh, like sorry, a lot of the, troops. The, the, the toys, you know, over items. Yeah. The elves, they're expensive. And when you start acting mad and points on time, mm. it just, when you lose them or a waiver, it just, it's too much. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Look, so the um, the other reason I wanted to get you on is you and your brother, Andrew, were yeah. um, behind the, I think I made the mistake of calling it a board game on our last podcast. It's not really a board game. It's a minute, very much a miniatures game, um, Judgment, yep. um, which has gone into uh, version two. That's right. Yep, yep. Or a second edition. Yep. Um, reason I want to talk about it, you know, we don't meet many people that get to build their own board game and go in with a unique company like Creaturecaster as well as they're kind of progressed through their edition. Yeah. Um, so tell us about what led to you and Andrew creating Judgment. It was seven years ago now. Mm. Um, Andrew actually kicked it off first. Andrew's always a guy that when he, you know, he sees game, games that he wants to fix, he's trying to fix things, and he thought, I'm going to try to make my own game. And he actually started it with a Queenslander, Trent from Queensland, and they started toying around with ideas. And then I got on a bit and had this looks pretty good idea. It's pretty different to everything else we're playing. And we just built from the start like that, and we started getting growing and growing, and then we started looking at what we've got to do to make the models and, and talking to illustrators and see what avenues. We were going cold, right? We didn't know what we were doing. And we knew the rules. We know we've played a lot of different types of games. So we borrowed from a little types of different games and just went from there. And, mm. uh, yeah, so – and seven years later, it's uh, finally starting to bloom. So, yeah. Yeah. And so my understanding, not knowing a lot about it, other than it does some pretty cool models, yep. is that it's basically PvP. Yep. yep. Style. Yep. yep. Um, and mostly three on three in kind of this arena yep. style board. Is that so there's right? There's two, two levels. It's three yep. versus three mm-hmm. or five versus five. Five versus five would be the more tournament. I'm doing inverted commas, you can't yeah. see, right? Yeah. The tournament uh, version. Um, but it's also got a pick and band phase. So mm-hmm. in the three versus three, you'd have five models. Yep. And you'd pick one of your, you'd be in one of your opponents, they'll be in one of yours. Yeah, right. So it's good to break up the combos and things like that. But it is, um, it's heroes. So, it's, you know, it's, it could be three heroes and three heroes. The objective is to destroy their effigy, mm-hmm. right? Their home base. And why you mentioned board game, because originally it was all tape measures and measuring. We have gone to hexes. 
So right. it's sort of like crossing over, which has been yep. good because we're dragging a few, and board games are huge, right? Mm. So we're dragging a few across from there. Um, but yeah, anyway, so now it's all hex-based movement, and it, it changed quite well because you only got f- the biggest game, you got five heroes, mm. and the hexes work great. Well, right? It simplifies it again, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's five unique heroes on the board, all with different powers, a bit like the, you know, the, the superhero games. So mm. yeah, and quite interesting, and people are loving it, and we're playing online. I mean, COVID put a you know, spanner in the works, but the online has kept it alive. Yep. And now we're delivering our Kickstarter, which is very successful, and uh, going to retail very soon. Yeah, awesome. I was talking to you off air about uh, your partnership with Creature Caster, yeah. um, who my recent experience, like I bought their, uh, you know, their Australian mix-up model. Did you yeah, see that? Yeah, yeah, I can't yeah, remember what the, they call it. I haven't the, put it together. Yeah. You know, Park Kangaroo, Castle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it might be a monster eventually. Yeah, we'll yeah, see. Yeah. 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 They, um, they delivered that well yeah. um, but in their early days they were you know, they were known as a, as a company that kind of over promised under delivered particularly via Kickstarter okay. um, you know how's, how's your interactions been with them yes yeah, so it's been really good so I'll just explain a bit about the background so we my brother had you know, doing the game and we were doing all the designing these heroes working with illustrators working with sculptors from Australia it's tough right mm. and they're a company that made models very high quality models and they wanted a game so we met them at one convention and we got together and think maybe we can do some sort of deal and we ended up merging which is really good good deal right. but so i don't know about the previous kickstarters but me and andrew have done two kickstarters before and we delivered on time right mm. now with creature caster everything was fine covid ruined yep. it right the creature caster dual resin models they got their own base in canada but we got a lot of plastics from China, of course, right? And it was supposed to be 12 months ago. Mm. Robert COVID, you know, shutdowns, made it a mess. Um, so besides that, we haven't – it would have been on time. Yeah. A couple of things maybe, you know, here or there could have been a bit earlier. I just think maybe sometimes it might be an optimi- optimistic view of it. And But, look, I to be working with them has been fine. I, I, I don't know what the history of the Kickstarter, yeah, yeah. so yeah, okay, and uh, so so the models are a mix of plastic and resin, are they? So you can choose. So for, for example, the starter box comes with plastics, and they're one right. piece plastic already put together out of the oh, box, wow. ready to go. It's yeah. amazing, right? Or you can buy the equivalent with resin, which is made by Creature Cast, which be the level up, you know, the resin, so a bit more yeah. higher quality. But honestly, as a tournament player. I'm getting plastics. I'm not even getting the resins, mm. right? They're sturdy. They still look great. They're high-quality plastics. Mm-hmm. Um, and you get them out of the box ready to go and just paint them, you know, you know, and they're ready to go. So so anything in plastics, you can buy in resin, yep. right? And that's how it works, basically. Okay. And so in a box, you get yes. a certain amount of plastic models? Yes. So the starter box, you get um, – it's got a red tail about 130, 140 Australian, yep. right, which is pretty good. Yeah, so um, probably about 80 bucks US. Yeah, probably. 80, I'm not 90 sure. bucks maybe. I think it might be 100 US, but we're just yeah. being, yeah, for yeah, Australia. Yeah. Aussie power. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so we're going to, you get 10 heroes. So it's mm-hmm. basically, we've got, we haven't got hard factions. So to think about our game, that's a bit unique. There is any hero can be taken in any war, uh-huh. any combination. So it's character driven. Yeah. Mm. But we have got gods and they're related to the gods. And if you take certain hero, each god has a group of champions mm-hmm. and they get extra bonuses. And it's rare that. Everybody takes the same from the same cost. You can mix it. It's not hard enough, you know, you're never going to take it. You do mix it, right? Mm. So so anyway, in the, in the starter box, you get two complete effigies, which is the home base, just proper plastic, big chunk of oh, effigies. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, yeah they, so they, it's, they it's, it's actually, it's not a, a like a board-related representation. No, it is a full, it's a, model. It's a high, yep. about, I don't know, three to four inches high and two inches thick. It's a big chunk of plastic. Yeah, okay. And it looks great, right? Yep. So we've got the two opposing gods, and we've got five heroes from each guy. So you get ten heroes to go. Mm-hmm. So that's already three versus three pick and ban, or you can get a five war band and play fives because you've got five each. There's a, another thing in our game that's unique, we've got random monsters, AI monsters that go around and attack opponents, mm-hmm. and you can push opponents into them and they get attacked by the monsters. Yeah, right. They drop loot just like yep. it, like in a D&D, I suppose, yep. and you kill them and you get different items, powerful monsters, some weaker monsters. Um, so the, the, the box gets 10 heroes plus the effigies. I think there's two monsters that are full plastic monsters. And then you get all the tokens uh, and, and 3D um, tokens, little 3D tokens for uh, in-game conditions and things mm-hmm. like that. You also get um, going through all the stuff. Yeah, neoprene mat, that's right, fully neoprene mat, which is yeah. great in the in the box as well, yeah. which in itself is decent, beautiful print on it as well good design by the creature caster guys um 
and all, all the tokens you need, everything. In, we've got a video, me and my brother, just last week, we filmed two games straight from the box. So they're yeah. unpainted, but we had two proper games straight from the box, everything in there. If I had a full rule book, I should have said that, mm-hmm. full colour rule book, and plus a quick start rule book as well, right? Okay. It's full game ready to go. And that transposes to the fives exactly the same. Just buy a bigger map and away you go. Yeah, okay. Uh, right, okay. So And it's in 32 millimetre yeah, scale, so they're, down, they're a little yeah. bit larger, right? Yeah, Still yeah. larger than 28 mil, but yeah. not massively larger. Yeah. Um, that sounds like pretty good value. So you, you come with all of that in the box, yeah. and then are there expansion heroes that you access, and are they in resin or plastic, or is it yeah. basically what's in the box is the game? No, that's just 10 heroes. We've got currently, oh, going to catch me here, I think we're close to 30 available heroes right. already from the, mm-hmm. got released from the Kickstarter. Okay. Everything's available in plastics and resin. All right, so you've so, got the choice for everything. Yeah, now it depends. We're still waiting for, for another batch to come from China yep. on the way. We've got the Wave 1 batch, the main one. So everything is resin and plastic. We're going to try to do that because whatever people want to buy. Mm. Right? For example, Ken, Ken, v, Ken Von Skip, I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. He bought uh, the starter box. Anybody replaced all the plastics with resins and paid for the upgrade. Yeah, okay. And you get the resin model. So you got to put them together and paint them. And every, for, the, for the painters, it's probably the way to go. Yep. But the plastics are great. Mm. Right, yeah, and there's like there's about 30 heroes now, I'd say. And um, there's two apps that are already free one for IS, done, done by the supporters basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and all the hero cards are all available there, so um, yeah, and it's all well, that's really exciting, mate. You must be pumped, yeah. Finally, it's seven years, long, long yeah. wait, and we're going to Adepticon, my brother and I. Big launch for us, we're going to launch 20 season. Um, we're going to be selling a lot of the boxes mm-hmm. in the US and um, yeah, run a few tournaments. Um, We've been running tournaments online. It's been keeping us going during the COVID, like a lot of ga- every game, mm. basically. And it's very interesting. It's very good. So, yeah. Yeah, awesome. Well, uh, quite a few of our listeners will be going to Adepticon. I know the Kings of War tournament oh, right, there yeah, has uh, tournament. sold out. Yep. Okay. Um, and they've got a wait list going. They're hoping to make it much bigger. So uh, any of you guys that go for the non-Kings of War days, make sure you go and check out the judgment stand and tell the Galeas yeah. that you heard them on Countercharge. Yep. Um, look, I think that's so exciting, mate, and I, I wish you and Andrew all the best and uh, hope it really pays off for you guys. I'm going to – if people want to have a look at it now, like can they actually order it or is it waiting for yeah. Kickstarters to so ship and then you can do something? In or? Australia, yep. it'll, be on, it'll be on Shopify probably Monday. Yeah, right. Right, because okay. we, 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 we were Through holding off we – Creature ho- Caster? Or through a different website, through Creature Caster, but yep. it'll be it's it's and it'll be sent from it's in Australia already. Local We've got a stockist already, yep. so you buy it, you'll get it in three or four days, I guess, yep. how long it takes or a week, right? But um, I lost my track of thought there, but yeah, so it's it's all going to be. Um, we couldn't. We had a lot of models in stock. Like Creature Cast had all the resins for like six months ready to yeah, go. Yeah, just waiting for but the plastic. But we couldn't sell stuff until we gave the Kickstarter backers first. We couldn't yep. go and so with the minute all the wave one now the Kickstarters have been sent. We're going to go on to Australia's first. We got the first shipment. Got right. it, got it before that's, everybody that's, else. That's so unlike for America. Before, yeah, else. and it's from before Canada <laughs> even, and it's from China, right? Yeah. So we're yeah, they're being posted out. So they'll be on live probably Monday. Let's say yeah, on yeah. Shopify, and it's transporting from Australia. Yeah. So, okay. But if you want to get it, the, straight, the starter box is the way to go. Yeah. It's just everything you need to go. Right. Awesome. Okay. Well, like I said, listeners, please uh, go visit the Galeas at their uh, at their stall at. Uh, um, at Adepticon and, yeah. you know, Come help, have a game. Help, help the brothers out, have a game, give it a go. And it sounds like it could be, you know, a great game in its own right. Yeah. You know, a game that you could play, you know, on an evening at a tournament if you were playing yeah. something else as well. I think you were telling me the 3v3 can be done in an hour. Yeah. Um, so once once you got the hang of it. So I think that's fantastic. Uh, thanks for joining me, Jeff, and all Thank the you. best. Thank you. been great, mate. Thank yeah. you, mate. Thanks. Thank you. Okay, so we're still post-game three on the, the night after, hopefully before everyone's too torched. But, you know, the podcast equipment is on display, so who knows what will happen later. And now I'm being joined by Daniel Bird from Victoria. Hello. Yeah, and uh, Adrian Scott from WA, who, uh, you know, some of you might recognise he's constantly commenting, commenting oh, yes. uh, name on our live streams when we were still doing them. Yeah, Danny occasionally jumps in there. Yeah, yeah, so a few things. Yeah. Usually um, a convenient time for me, so... Yeah, yeah. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> um, and Adrian, of course, you've come over across from WA. Uh, yeah, Kalgoorlie. Yeah. Oh, so. really? I didn't yeah. know that. Middle oh. of WA, big hole in the ground. Yeah. Lots of mining. Long drive? 
Oh, you flew uh, over? Oh, I didn't drive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like 40 hours or something. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> you know, no, even no, though we have someone here from who is an international from New Zealand, you know, uh, Adrian still has come further. Uh, <laughs> yeah, WA's just that far away. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's basically as far from anywhere as you can get So <laughs> for, oh, yeah. our, for our listeners. So what are we talking, 3,000 kilometres or something? Yeah, thereabouts. I didn't actually work it out. It's yeah. just a really long plane ride, yeah. a really long drive. <laughs> yeah. Well, particularly because you probably have to go to Kalgoorlie to Perth yeah. and yeah. then to Sydney and then to Canberra. Yeah, so I drove to <laughs> Perth. Yep. And then my wife grabbed the car because she was in Perth at the time and then just drove back and I took the plane, got over here. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so Kalgoorlie actually. Yeah, so okay. even longer. Yeah, wow. <laughs> yeah, so Kalgoorlie being a big mining town yep. in WA. That's right. Yep. Cool. Um, and Danny, I mean, still a fair way for you? Still eight hours in a car? Yes, that's right. We came up yesterday. It's left at about eight in the morning. Got yep. to our house at about three. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's pretty tiring. Yeah, and Danny being part of an iconic gaming club in Australia, Team yes, Shed. Yes, Team Shed, yes. There's about mm. 10 of us that came up, um, yeah, in three cars. Bit of a merry road trip. Yep. It's always fun. Yeah, I don't think it t- takes too much imagination to figure out where the name came from. Someone's obviously had a shed at some stage. That would be Matt Curtis. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think the name originated from we all just went to Matt Curtis's garage and for some reason he just called that a shed and so everyone that went there was in the team shed. So yeah, right. Yeah, that's I think how it came about. I'm pretty sure that's how most gaming clubs start anyway. Yeah, yeah, just, just in someone's, someone's garage. Yeah. yeah, it's a shed. And yeah, yeah, yeah. We just played there. <laughs> Yep. Absolute filth pit, that place. <laughs> we still play there religiously. Uh, it's space I for a table. Much, it's all yeah, the rest yeah. of them do quite a bit. They're all down in sort of Frankston area where I don't go much. It's about a 40-minute drive. Yeah, so, okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't realise most of them out that way. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, they're more down sort of the south of Melbourne, whereas I'm sort of more in the eastern suburbs, so I'll play more frequently with like Mike Crossman, our sort of yep. Australian RC. Um, most of my games will be against him or a couple mm. of others in that area. But, yeah. So I actually my, don't you mean most of your shit. losses? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> All my games against Michael losses. Just, the yeah, guy's yeah. freakishly good. Yeah, yeah, and then like most of most of the international community wouldn't know that. You know, Mike's got the reputation. He he invites you over, gives you a meal, and then spanks you on the table. Yep. yep. <laughs> I, I think he's lost like twice ever in the time I've known him. Does he pay just, you for the pleasure, or oh, is it strictly? No, you just just wins. Just, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's just yeah. insane. Yeah, yeah. I, I actually have a sneaky suspicion he never plays at Masters because he's, he's afraid of losing. <laughs> he, yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. He doesn't want to lose, so yeah, just exactly. take away that opportunity. Exactly. Yep, oh, I'm playing strategy. for the love of the game. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah, yeah. right, I'm too busy, family yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not that competitive. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, Danny, you're one of our uh, four halfling players? Yes, I that's think. right. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and you're two and one? I'm two and one, yeah. Yep. I'm not the best halfling uh, going so far. I think Max is a bit Max, high. Yeah. yeah, he's won yeah, three yeah. times. I I've think, had two and one. Yeah, I think three out of the four halflings aren't doing too bad. You know, just Dave Fanning letting the team down, I think. They're all oh, really well happen. painted too, I've got to say. They are. It's yeah, yeah. Good, good style of hobby, yeah, uh, good right. standard of hobby. Danny, of course, being an exceptional painter, always up there. Too kind. Yeah, yeah. Have we had you win? We had you win last year, did we? No, uh, I didn't win the Mantic one. I won the the other one, the overall one. Yeah, the overall yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah this yeah. is the first time I've yeah. actually had, had a Mantic army. Yeah, great. Ever? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Because mm. you did before one. that, you did have a bit of a perpetual bridesmaid thing going. <laughs> that was something yeah. you kept saying. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But yes, I had come second quite a few times. Um, yeah. yeah, as you said, I just didn't have the pop or the wow in the the models, even though they were well painted. They just didn't, so I guess, stand out. Yeah, yeah to each their own. Yeah, People like the, Exactly, yeah. yeah. So it, it, it's interesting, and it's an interesting thing, I guess, when you're, you're looking at armies. You know, some people go for that really bright, lurid, and, you know, mm. I, I personally, well, if I had a vote, I would have been voting for your armies, but I think oh, that, that obviously seemed to be, from where I was sitting, what captured people. Yeah, yeah it yeah. does, because they just walk past, and if they just see something and don't look sort of close up, yeah, yeah, see. or the and thing they remember instantly yeah, if you're like, oh, right. no one's voted, so that's please right. vote now. And I don't have the ability to sculpt or to mm. make weird sort of conversions and just you know, Patch is nice. just really good at that and so that usually is the thing that draws attention, so yeah. Yeah, well, something that actually hadn't even occurred to me with Patch's halflings today and people can see his um, photos on Fanatics or Kings of War Australia is um, I didn't realise he'd green-stuffed all, all the, the kilts. kilts on. Yeah, yeah it's it just, it just never even occurred to me. Yeah, yeah. Like in my mind when I saw it, I was just like, oh, he's just painted tartan. Yeah. And then he was like, don't forget, Matt, you know, these are all green sculpted It's all green kilts. Style. And every unit, I think, is full model count, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. And there's I think a lot right. of infantry yeah. in there. Well, actually, they're just behind us there, but we could steal them tonight. Yes, oh, well, yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, that's, so much, that's such a lot of work. Yeah, but yeah. does it quickly. So he uses, wow. he's a big fan of um, contrast with the highlight. 
Mm. Yeah, well, so, that's yeah. yeah, that's all I've done yeah. for the recent halflings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm certainly changing the way I paint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so much faster. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and you get a really good quality. I think if you yeah. like, I think not as good if you don't highlight. I think it's still yeah, better yeah. with yeah. a highlight. Agreed. But um, yeah, looking really good, Danny. What's roughly in your list? Uh, so I've got two hordes of Braves. Two, it's like two of everything almost. Yeah. Two hordes of Braves. Two Edge Grenadier regiments. Two aeronaut regiments, one wild lancer regiment, two volley guns, one iron beast, of course, with the pride of the shires. Would never take without that. Uh, and then what else? Uh, Ali McSween and the formation. Okay, which yes. Which is yep. done really well. That's such I, a good formation. I think formation. That it is a yeah. good formation. The changing the hitting on fours, right? Yeah, hitting yeah. on fours with um, with range. That just makes them really good. Um, mm. And yeah, they're great uh, units. The unit strength three, uh, spell ward, stealthy. Yeah, they just uh, they hit pretty well in combat. You give them brutal from a sorcerer nearby, and suddenly, you know, you can take out something pretty decent. Yeah, because so, yeah. Oh, yeah, you're double sorcerer, aren't you? Yes, yes. yes. Yeah. I think everyone else has gone the tinker route, but yeah, um, yeah. yeah I've gone you just the love sauce. I love the sauce. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Got a yeah. favorite sauce. Uh, not really. Like nah. them all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so two and one, have you played three different armies? Yeah, yeah I played, um, uh, what was it? I uh, can't remember now. My second one was Matt Selleck's Elves. Yep. And third one was um, a herd army, which I utterly trounced because he had terrible luck. And oh, that, was, um, that a, was Dan Harwood, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, he just yeah. walked into a sort of an open firing lane and I had volley guns and poachers waiting and all of his stuff's death four. Yes. So... Yeah, that was never going to go well for him. No, I mean, I, th- I think that's the, the thing about um, halflings, isn't it? They can put out a su- – if you get it combined, they yeah. can put out a surprising amount of um, hurt yeah, with, yeah, with sure. the shooting. Yeah, Just trying to see who you had round one. one uh, his name was Mitch, but for the life of me, I can't oh, remember yeah, what yeah. army um, he had. Um, yeah, yeah, no, so – Undead. Undead, yes. Yeah, he, he did. Undead, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep. So um, Mitch um, – That was a strong force. He just had some bad luck. And I think he was a newer player, so I didn't quite yeah, know what to do I think he's yet. come down – he's basically his first game's one of our local – he came – he's from the Wollongong crew. Right, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, he came, But he came down for one of our tournaments and then uh, he was not meant to be coming this weekend, but they uh, bullied they, him into coming. Badgered him in. Yeah, yep, yep. yep. badgered yep. him down. So he uh, could only attend today because it's his daughter's birthday tomorrow. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he did say Fortune, that. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. no, he's a good player. He seemed to enjoy it, so hopefully he'll be back. Yep. Yeah. Awesome. yeah, and uh, Adrian, who last time he ventured east, got an absolute spanking. You oh, know, yeah. went home with a second butthole, right? Oh, yeah. And then, but today, three and zero. Three and zero. Yeah. I was not expecting three wins. I was so you mentioned it. Moab was the last tournament I came to, came mm. across four, and I'd gotten five losses and one win. Yep. Uh, so not too good. So I came here expecting, look, if I can get two wins, I'll consider the whole thing a success. Mm-hmm. And I'm already sitting on three wins, which is. Uh, Great success. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you've brought the Mighty Dwarves. <laughs> I've brought the Mighty Dwarves. Yeah, Imperial Dwarves. Oh, of uh, course, filth. the Loyalist Dwarves. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The with fascist the, yeah, yeah. <laughs> with uh, If people have seen your army pictures before with the stackable units to oh, make yes. for easy travelling. Oh, yeah. oh, that's yours. So yeah. I can fit the whole army in a three and a half litre container. So I didn't bring any check-in luggage. I just stuck everything in a backpack with some clothes and... Stick on the plane. Awesome. Yes. Great. And what's that? What's roughly in your list, mate? Well, okay, so we got two troops of berserkers, um, mm-hmm. a horde of shield breakers. Uh, we have two flame belchers. Yeah, nice. Uh, oh, yeah. an ironclad uh, regiment, just because I had the points and couldn't fit in mm-hmm. an iron guard, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have uh, two flame priests, uh, Faber Ironheart, because Faber Ironheart's great. Mm-hmm. And then I've got the formate. Oh, and the berserker Brock Lord. So with the standard Blade of the Beast Slayer, guy that runs around making flies afraid. Yep. And then I've got the formation, so the two Bullwalker regiments and the Ironclad Horde with a Battle Standard Bearer. Yeah, of course. Actually, and we um, we read your list out on the yes, that's on the right. podcast, didn't we? And I was trying to convince everyone that Berserkers are okay, oh, particularly man. as a second line. Is that how you use them as a second line? What do you? Um, how do you play them? Kind of depends. So they've been a second line in some of our games, and in mm-hmm. a few others they've been sort of a front line disrupting thick chaff type thing. Okay. Just yeah. depends on who I'm facing. Yeah, really. yeah. Okay, so you change it up. Look at you yeah. with your fluid tactics. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Just who would, who would have thought along, after honestly. being one and five? You know, there the, 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 the was any tactics in there. Uh, yeah. So you don't have much shooting, actually. Oh, I've got a lot of mid-range shooting. So the two flame belches, that's 30 shots out. Oh, yeah, yeah. But you're not sitting priests. back with, like, sharpshooters like a lot of dwarf no. players I see now. No, the yeah. sharpshooters are in the Moab list, and I got rid of those because the Moab was a bigger game. Well, I think the thing about the flame belches for me is, so I played this recently against a Night Stalker list and I had someone, uh, this was weeks ago, 
run their void lurker at me and I almost one-shotted it with two flame belches by obviously rolling up. But oh, if yeah. you get something in um, if you spike the damage, four, you yeah, and you spike it because it's 30 shots, right? Yeah, so yeah. You're, you're a chance of spiking all the mm. time, even without piercing. With shattering. Yeah. Yeah. shattering. yeah, exactly, yeah. with shattering. So I think, oh, um, you know, there was one time with the playtesting that someone wanted to give them uh, Ignore's cover and I was, like, <laughs> I was just like, no, that's no, going to be that pretty would strong. Just yeah. break them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no. Yeah. I'd love it. Yeah, but no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I think for dwarves, one of their only, besides things like berserker lords or giving something wings, one of their only flying defenses, right? So uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, they do so, well. So you know, because they can yeah, just spin around and shoot if they have mm. to. Yep. Yeah, yeah, they nice. do well with that. Yeah. And what have you played? Uh, who have I played against? Yeah, like when what armies? All uh, right. So my first game was against I think it's Keith's Reforge. Oh, Reforge. Oh yeah, yeah, Keith Williamson. So yep. Lots of flyers. Yep. Uh, that was interesting. Yeah. Uh, and then did that one have like seven drops or something? Uh, is that the one that has like two? It was low-ish drops. Right. Yeah, yeah, yes. Like yeah, yeah, this, two was, this was yeah. uh, invade. So mm-hmm. I had the slow dwarfs, but I had way more unit strength than him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think that worked out in my favour in the end, which is good. Yep. Uh, nice. Second game was against John uh, with his Northern Alliance, who I actually played a Moab and lost against. Oh, John McGarry. Yep. 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 Local guy to Canberra. Yep. That's right. Uh, so that was, yeah, it was nice to actually get revenge against him given the spanking mm-hmm. you gave me at Moab. Yep. Uh, and then my third game was against Adam S. with his... Oh, Adam Story with his Ogres. his Ogres, yep. yeah. Okay. And That's a reasonably tough list. Yeah, it was, but I had some shooting and he charged in and he just bounced off me for the most part. Yeah, okay. That's good. And um, dwarf players hate me when I say this, but <laughs> what, do, do you think the formation is a touch too good? Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Even I, I would, know that. I know yeah. nothing of dwarves. Yeah, I would yeah. like the bulwarkers to get a boost and the formation to go down in power like yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. That's so, what I would like to see. Yep. Yeah. I, yeah, I agree. And that's, you know, being my main army is yeah. dwarves. I just, I don't like something if it becomes, it's in the majority of lists. Yeah. Right. And it's sort so. of like if you're playing a, like a mostly infantry dwarf army, then there's no reason not to take. Correct. Yeah, yeah. When a, like when a mostly infantry dwarf army would probably work anyway. Yeah. Yeah. And it basically hamstrings your list. Like I like to take weird stuff. You know, that's why I've got yep. the berserkers and the flame belches and that. Yeah, yeah. So when I'm going, all right, I have to put, what is it, 700 points or something mm. into a formation, that is great, but, you know, it's in all my lists, so mm. it limits how much I can experiment with other stuff. Yeah. Having said that, what was – um. It does make you put um, bulwalkers on the table, which is a good thing. Yeah, I was taking bulwalkers before. Were you? Yeah. yeah. Interestingly, <laughs> I Again, think the I original version was the other way around. So it was like horde of bulwalkers, two oh, regiments yeah. of an ironclad. Oh, really? Which I actually think they – people thought that that – yeah, they, they thought that was too good, but I actually thought it got better with the phalanx. Yeah, because I think to put two units of phalanx down rather than one is not a – bad thing for dwarves which are pretty resilient anyway the bulwalkers as regiments have been really solid like yeah. you know you look at the cavalry you stick them opposite and you can you know reliably expect them to at least hold off a charge as long as they don't get multi charged and all that business so. how many mastiffs four only four <laughs> only four i would have loved to take more wow i could have you know hit the limit at five yeah with my hordes and regiments but no i couldn't fit in more so. oh, i'm a big fan of eight yeah. do you think mastiffs are a bit overpowered no. Really? I think they're perfect for dwarves because they've got the speed four, yeah. right? So they're always getting outcharged. Yeah. But the Mastiffs help you, like, range out your opponent's army. Dwarves wouldn't work without them. Okay? In, as, yeah. as they're current, as they're, well, I don't think so anyway. That's obviously untested. maybe six shots instead of eight. Eight just seems <laughs> yeah. quite excessive. I, th- I think, again, like, you do seem to get the thing where they do too much or do nothing, right? Um, but... Yeah, I just don't think in the current way the list works for that reason. Like you yeah. said, you need you need a reason for people to want to come and be able to charge you the next turn. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I think they need them. Mm. Yeah. If you did something like, uh, which we might visit on our rewriting Panathor next episode, something like Wild Charge 2 for all dwarves, you know, you could probably then take it down yeah, to something yeah. less powerful, right? Sure. Um, <laughs> But, yeah, I think – but you're right. When they do like anything – well, not like anything, but like something that's good yeah. when it gets spammed, yeah. it can get better. It's my last few opponents that have played Dwarves. They've had maybe five regiments all with Mastiffs. And <laughs> gosh, yeah. you put up – yeah, just anything you put up to sort of screen or anything, it's just gone. Yeah. It's just yeah. dead yeah. straight away. Well, what yeah. I like doing with them is because I either – if someone pushes one of their hammers forward, I'll try and unleash hell and just take yeah. it out in one go. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Or the other way is I spread them around. 
So you do chip damage on everything, particularly if they don't have heal. Mm. And because you don't have a lunch, it punches dwarves. It brings it closer to yeah. the waiver when they eventually do come in. That's I right. try. Mm. I generally try and use it to take out chaff. But yeah. beyond that, like just the fact that my opponent has to think about whether they want to come within 16 inches of my infantry. Mm. Yeah. I think that, that alone is worth the 15 points you pay. Well, and the reality is, is like if you pay for it, you really probably only, most of the time, they'll be done in your first two turns. Yeah. Because yeah. after that, your opponent's upon you as a, as yeah. a dwarf. Yeah. Yeah. And so if you've paid for it, like there are times where I've yeah. finished the game with a couple still. Really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because, because particularly if you have them on hordes, your hordes you need to be doing something else if your opponent's that close. Yeah. So, okay. yeah. Mm, yeah. No, but I don't know. I think, I think we'll see a bit, fair bit of change next edition, but that's still a while yeah, away. That's yeah, true. Yeah, I, I doubt we'll see them getting knocked on the head anytime soon. <laughs> Unless someone spanks Mark with them. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's not going to happen. Yeah. 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 Just, yeah, that's a given. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And so I know both you guys listen to the show. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Got, got anything you want to hear more of? <laughs> Ratkin sleeves. Ratkin oh. sleeves. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's the only I've always wanted oh, to do. Really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yep. The skid mark of Panathor. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I like playing the skid marks. It's good. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. So you. Do you think they'll stay around them? No. I, I reckon there's next to no chance Ratkin yeah. sleeves survive. Yeah. Okay. As much as I like them, yeah, they're pretty crap at the moment. Yeah, there's like a lot of reason to have them. Yes, and I think I'm not sure the flavour even really fits that well. Like the abyssal dwarves are meant to be slavers, slavers, yeah, sure, right. Yeah. And so you've really already got that working yeah, in an army. Yeah, that sort of um, theme is there. Yeah, exactly. So I don't know if you need something else. And like, mm. yeah, honestly, yeah. I think who would be, be slave to a rat? Like seriously, just punch him in the nose and yeah. run away. Yeah, <laughs> I guess it harks back to Warhammer Fantasy days where Skaven, the Skaven did have slaves working down in their pits and stuff. So yeah. That's true. yeah, but. Yeah, I guess as they're trying to shy away from anything Warhammer related, it uh, makes sense to perhaps not have that. Yeah, except, except for memory too, though, that it was a late edition. I don't think it was the original Uncharted Empires. Ratkin were right. So Ratkin wasn't an original Mantic arm. Wasn't an original Mantic army. They were in Enchanted Empires. I think slaves oh. came up in third. Oh, okay. Or late second or something. I don't think they were there at the start of second, but I could be wrong. I can't remember. Mm. Now, I know you just want to hear a bit more hobby stuff, don't I'd you? I'd love Danny? to hear more hobby stuff. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and I've said to you that maybe that's what we can do on video. Dave, yeah, Dan, Danny yeah. has some amazing basing that hopefully we'll oh, try yeah. and get a basing tutorial on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. I guess uh, yeah, we'd only work on video. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I kind of can't really talk about yeah. In audio. What yeah, well, you've already said you hate how you sound on camera. So <laughs> I hate how I sound on camera. So, yeah, yeah. I'll just get someone to interpret yeah, for me. I had, I had to tell him that there's no cameras on a podcast. Yes, yeah, no, yes. No, no, not always. <laughs> you can tell yeah. I'm very techie. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, well, on that, like what other hobby stuff? Um, so, I mean, there's a lot of hobby different sort of elements. You've got the uh, conversions, just putting different uh, bits together, um, anything green stuff, um, yeah, painting obviously is a whole different side of things. Um, I guess I'm more into the painting, uh, and I don't know actually how to do the sculpting much. So it'd be good to have people oh, yeah. who are very good at that mm -hmm. on. Uh, just you know, because Kings of War is so good, you can make dioramas for all your units. Um, there's so much scope to do all that stuff, and you know, you can watch anything on YouTube to sort of show you how it's done. But uh, yeah, sort of hearing on countercharge for specifically Kings of War would be great. Yeah, I think that's the thing, isn't it? It's a bit more targeted then. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, to yeah. exactly what you want to do. It's not, oh, you know, sculpting something. Yeah. It's a little bit further away from what you want to do. And exactly. I always get, I always get uh, stuck on basing ideas for a new army. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. You know, I, I could do what I always do and, you know, that's kind of the same, same, but mm. it'd be nice to, you know, try something different. Just try a snow army or a... Yep. There's yeah. an army or yeah, know, yeah. something just something different. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'd love to learn how to do a snow army. I've just I've heard that if you do snow it turns yellow after a while. Yeah, it depends on the snow I yeah, think. Well only yeah. if the models are peeing on it. <laughs> <laughs> well there's your goblin army. Yeah, yeah. That, that's right, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That could work no, well. The best, snow best I found is so you're it, full of ideas. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's expensive to do, but I did my dwarves well, I dropped them the other day. Um more expensive, but the best snow I've found is the Valhalla Blizzard from G-Dub. Right, the technical yeah, one. yeah, sure. Um, I think most people would say that in general, the best way to do a best snow base is less snow. That you do uh, okay. splotches of snow <laughs> rather than yeah. a lot of snow. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's what um, I see around here at least. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, also cheaper. Because you one. hear a lot yeah, of things sort of on your YouTube channels and you hear a lot of things word of mouth and you're like, well, who do I believe? And if someone says, oh, I found this awesome stuff at a $2 shop, it's like, well, is that actually going to be what you want or is just that, you know, it happened to work for them. Yeah. It won't work for you. Absolutely. So all that information kind of discussed on a sort of podcast might be great. Yeah, true. Also, yeah, and I probably should um, probably twist Jeremy's arm to do something because he comes up with some awesome bases too. I've seen some of his stuff. It looks great. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So... Adrian, expectations for tomorrow? I'm going to crash and burn like Icarus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hear I'm pacing Tracy. Uh, uh, well, there's a good chance, yep. So yeah. theoretically the draw's up, but we'll have to see, make sure there's no drops overnight. But um, And I'll have to make some adjustments based because of the companion. Um, so what, three and three by the end of the day? <laughs> I... Yeah, let's go with that. Yeah. I, look, I've gone into this whole thing having no expectations. My aim was, you know, two games, one. Yeah. Everything else is gravy. Yeah. So awesome. Just as long as I have three more good games, that's fine. What about you, Danny? Are you going to ascend or descend from here or uh, hold well, solid? I had some sort of vague hope that I might win the, the best place Mantic, but uh, oh, I don't know. Nice armies out there. Yeah. I know, as in best placed. Oh, best, best place. Yeah, sort of okay, good award. Call. Yeah, yep. but, uh, I'm winning that at the moment. Can we oh, finish really? the tournament now? True, you are, aren't yeah. you? Yeah, yeah. Yep. Oh, okay. Actually, uh, well, yeah, there you go. You probably actually, I'm gonna, I'm actually haven't. That's, I need to put that on my to-do list. Figure out who actually made oh, the, actually, the more, yeah, than, more 90%. than 90%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right. You've got to count every model then, don't you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I think I'll try and work on an honesty system. Yeah. Uh, hopefully. Um, what could go wrong? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I need to Maybe check that check yeah. tomorrow. Yeah. Lucky I've got three games to check it. Yeah. Yeah. But apart um, from that, yeah, just it's some good, uh, more good games. Maybe win one more. That'd be great. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Well, thanks for joining us, guys. Thank good you. luck Pleasure tomorrow. Time. Hope Thank you get some beauty sleep tonight. You both need it. Oh yeah. yeah. Definitely. I'm, dry. <laughs> I'm so drained. Yeah. 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 <laughs> All right, cool. guys. Thank you. See ya. Awesome. Thanks very See much. See That concludes our live Clash of Kings coverage for this year. Uh, if you'd like to see any of the lists, I'm pretty sure the Spymaster posted a link earlier on, uh, roughly a week ago. Uh, if you'd like to see any of the results, they are listed in the events section of the companion. Uh, if you just go to all events and filter by Australia and navigate to the January events, you will see it there. Uh, but we had uh, Jeffrey Trace coming in sec uh, first and Max K coming in second with Steve Tuck in third. And uh, We'll catch up with those two winners, Jeffrey and Max, because uh, Jeff took out the top spot and Max took out the top Mantic spot. And uh, we'll catch up with them shortly in a future episode about uh, their experiences at Clash of Kings. Until next time, keep countercharging. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you next time on Countercharge. Please let us know what you thought of the show by emailing us at counterchargepodcast at gmail.com, on Twitter at countercharge15, or by commenting on the Countercharge Kings of War podcast Facebook group. If you enjoy the show, you can help others find out about it by leaving positive reviews on iTunes. Until next time, keep countercharging. Music is a composition of Kevin McLeod and is licensed under Creative Commons. 